don't you know? Draw a dog everywhere, draw a dog everywhere, draw a dog everywhere, you can't stop it. From the line of the back of the pump and the bowl, it's all right, it's a Hey, Murph here. I'm a former heroin addict, current alcoholic, and you're tuned in to Self-Medicated Weekly Dose, a podcast all about drugs and the people who use them. As always, this program is inspired by the harm reduction movement, informed by my personal experience using all sorts of drugs for damn near 30 years now, and enlightened by my special guests. <laughs> and today is the day. So nice, we got her on twice. You know her, she's a comedian, writer, performer, and part of the collective that creates the dynamite leftist comedy zine, Functionally Dead. Please welcome to the program, my lover, Diana Kolsky. Yeah. Ah, hello, hello, hello. Thank you. Great to be back. Oh my, I mean, just phenomenal to have you back, you know? I'm shocked I was asked back. I feel like if you walk by the office enough, you get pulled in here to record something. You do. Uh, you do. And uh, uh, what I was going to say to you is, you know, you know how they have the, uh, what's that, the Five Timers Club or the Six Timers Club and SNL, different hosts or whatever. I'm not familiar with that program. Uh, there's a, yeah, well, there's a program uh, and they give people jackets and all that shit. So I, yes, yes. Yeah. So, so this is a tactical vest. So for the Second Timers Club here mm. at, the, at Weekly Dose, uh, but this was down in our lobby. So one of our neighbors just left this out. I don't know, some sort of camo tactical vest, but. I'm going to take it off. I've had it on, but I'm immediately... It looks taut on you, dear. (laughs) It's a taut tactic. You're not in your army weight. No, no, I'm not down to my tactical weight. Fun fact, I'm the one that pulled that from the lobby. It's mine. You stole it. I stole it from you, and now I'm trying to give it back to you (laughs) because you're a member of the Second Timers Club. Thank you so much. I hope it helps me blend in. (laughs) It's camo for the listeners at home. Yes, that's right. That was a great visual joke that, uh, upon explanation, we'll see how it plays. <laughs> so excited to have you back. Uh, let's dive right in. Let's we've, do uh, it. We've missed the listeners. The holiday season was upon us, but we're it back was. in 2023. Had a great winter break, ready to have another year. That, ready, <laughs> that is more <laughs> excitement than the uh, Ryan Seacrest New Year's Eve uh, rock and Eve, I'll tell you that much. Thank you. No booze, Ryan. No booze. Little Ryan uh, punk-ass no booze, Ryan. No sea breezes for the Seacrest. No sea breezes for the Seacrest. No, no, no. Not while he's on the clock. Lord, no. Um, well, anyhow, Happy New Year. Uh, and uh, let's dive right into it All right. Uh, with the substance report. This is the question. Do junkies' lives matter? Now, lover, you know what we do here. I mean, the mainstream media cannot be counted on uh, Certainly to give us not. the straight dope. Uh, their coverage uh, surrounding substance use has always been just total garbage. So what I like to do here is, is, uh, is take some of the top drug-related stories in the news and give them some proper coverage. Today, we've got uh, a, vi- a video um, uh, a clip we're going to play. Yeah, Substance Report video clip. I'm sick of reading shit. You know, my, my brain's... I don't even want to read headlines anymore. It's like, give me a, a something shorter than a headline. I don't know. Give me a magic eye. Yes, please. With just the gist. That's right. I, my eyes will slowly shift out of focus, and I will see... Uh, I could never see those magic eyes. I will sail away into the news. Here we go. This clip, you know, they're hot right now. Uh, Harry and Meghan, uh, the royal. Ooh, they are hot. Ex-royal. Very hot. They're hot in this house. From from a, uh, a fictional perspective, we got the crown floating around. Everybody seems to enjoy that program. Don't give away my viewing roster, dear. She's a crown head. Uh, <laughs> I'm a crown head. Yeah. Heavy is the crown uh, when you watch it on Netflix, on Xanax and, and Boots. 
as we know. But here, Harry, of course, as we all know, I don't know if who needs backstory on any of this, but, you know, Meghan Markle from, uh, you know, Suits fame, whatever. They came in. You don't uh, have to. Ex- everybody knows. Got it. Got it. Sometimes <laughs> I, I, I do not enough explaining, but You're I think like for this. You're like Harry, son of Charles and Diana. You get it. Um, but he did a, an interview recently. He got this book coming out, a little tell all, a little tattler uh, that he wrote. And, Spare. Uh, Spare. It's called Spare. Right, right, right. Um, and uh, in it, he apparently talks about uh, some some of his particular substance use. So Anderson mm. Cooper uh, sat down with him for 60 minutes. Let's see what uh, an hour. Let's see what the little prince had to say. La petite prince. Harry admits he smoked pot and used cocaine. Fuck. And writes that in his late 20s, he felt hopeless and lost. There was this weight on my chest that I felt for so many years, and I was never able to cry. So... I was constantly trying to find a way to cry. Wait, just real quick. He was trying to find a way to cry. You know, you don't hear that too often. But uh, even sitting on my sofa and going over as many memories as I could muster up about my mum. And sometimes I watch videos online. Of your mum? Of my mum. Hoping to cry? Yep. And you couldn't? I couldn't. He sought out a therapist for the first time seven years ago and reveals he's also tried more experimental treatments. You write in the book about psychedelics, ayahuasca, psilocybin, mushrooms. You know, I, I would never recommend people to do this uh, recreationally, but doing it with the right people, if you are suffering from a huge amount of loss, grief, or trauma, then these things have a way of working as a medicine. They showed you something. What did they show you? For me, they cleared the, winds, the windscreen, the windshield, the misery of loss. They cleared away this idea that I had in my head that, that my mother, that I needed to cry to prove to my mother that I missed her, when in fact, all she wanted was for me to be happy. That was a roller coaster. It was. Not of emotion, (laughs) but it was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster of verbiage, a roller coaster Mm. of thoughts, but yeah, not of feelings. Well, one thing I will just at least say right at the top, off the top here, is in terms of the psychedelics, trying to get through some stuff, he was was partying hard on the coke and the booze. I assume that might have been part of his... uh, Part of his um, uh, Nazi uniform, uh, Halloween costume period, or was, was it? That was probably pre booze and coke. How old was he when he did that? I don't know. That was a costume party, and there was a theme, and that was like a joke on the theme. So he's blowing lines. He's he's chugging booze, whatever, uh, trying to feel something. Goes to the psychedelics, which for me, coming off of, of heroin all those years, I I went to. You know, I will say that the uh, psilocybin. I think when you're trying to kind of get a little macro look at things, get your brain on straight. It's nice to, uh, to uh, well, he said clear the windshield. You know, sometimes you got to fog up the windshield before you before you clear it. Yeah, there's kind of a surprise ending because I think what I thought is he'd be like, psychedelics allowed me to tap into these deep emotions I'd been trying to access that I had kind of suppressed and hadn't worked through. But instead he's like, I realized I just didn't need to have them because <laughs> my mom wanted me to be happy. So moving on, yeah. which I mean, I don't, I'm not saying there's any proper way to grieve, but that was kind of a left turn at the end for me. It, it, yeah, it was. It's it, you almost, you know, uh, yeah, you want to be like, well, so so you still never felt any sadness at all because, you know, I, I, get, I get the sentiment there. Um, but, I, you know, if he, look, if he had visions, if he had took ayahuasca and had visions of, of Lady Di and she was telling him, you know, turn that frown upside down. Uh, then I don't know what, you know, who am I to say otherwise? Yeah, I mean, maybe it was more of a reset, which I think psychedelics can be really good for that as well. You know, like some people want the breakdown breakthrough. Some people avoid psychedelics because they don't want that. 
And I think sometimes it can kind of just be a great mood shift. So I actually think this is a great story. Yeah, it is. I'm happy for him. I'm I'm happy for him. It is that same thing, though. This is like peak, like rich white people doing drugs is okay and deep and interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he's literally a prince for uh, an evil empire, but I still love to hear it. Yeah, you know, the fact that they busted loose, that they're shaking the trees, the royal trees a little bit, they're they're calling some things out. Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, you know, anytime the, that the uh, the establishment uh, is, is pissed off, which they have quite the establishment over there. They do, they are, they are the established. Pretty established. Yeah. Even his brother, not pleased. There's, you know, there's other... T- some some uh, telling some tales uh, at, at a school in this book about his brother, like them wrestling around, farting in the mouth or something. I don't know what the particulars were, but somebody farted in somebody's mouth. I don't know. Don't I count. Mi- don't quote I me on that. I miss that. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought miss this... that magic eye <laughs> headline. Well, you know how bro- brothers wrestle around and you pin somebody down or whatever. Anyhow, uh, yeah, his brother's not pleased with this book. Yeah, of course not. But I I think uh, just in terms of of coming to uh, you know. To the, the grieving of, of his mother, who was, you know, p- potentially murdered by his grandmother, at least not if her directly murdered by the, you know, the the, uh, the machine, the machine. Yes. Yeah. Murdered by the machine. Yes. Either directly or indirectly. Yeah. She was a casualty of the gears grinding, sure. spitting people out. But um, <laughs> it's funny. A lot of the shit that surfaced uh, has been like annoying and unrelatable and then that is very relatable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's like i did psychedelics in a safe controlled way got good drugs knew what i was getting i mean i'm just all of that feels implied for somebody uh in his position and it worked for him yeah. shocking 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 shocking, uh, shocking. book deal worthy i would say yeah well, netflix deal worthy you know him and megan just killing it just i just want to thank him for finally normalizing the use of psychedelics you, my sweet prince good night sweet prince i was also just gonna be like do you think the queen will do it now and she's dead she's no longer with us but she's yes no longer with us. from uh from beyond uh diana and the queen finally reconciling in a, uh, a, a, a fever uh, hallucination of ayahuasca um, from, from the prince. You know, yeah. possibly all the dead ones come back to you. Yeah, I point. picture them sitting on like a large flower, kind of Alice in Wonderland-ish, like blowing smoke rings. And Prince Andrew is the Cheshire cat on Epstein Island running around. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of visions no. of Alice in Wonderland and the royal family. Um, Andrew, <laughs> remember Oprah's reaction? Anderson's reactions there were also just like, he's, he always tries to play like, I'm... I'm doing journalism. So he's so serious. Well, he but said like, you did some experimental. And I thought this was going to be the booze and coke. And I was like, that's really funny. Because anyone else should be like, you're throwing your life away. Right, yeah. right, right. But he was at least talking about psychedelics. So he, yeah. he tried to look thoughtful. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. No, he's He's chill. a Vanderbilt. He's a goddamn Vandy belt. Here's the thing. You got a Vanderbilt interviewing a, whatever, a Windsor. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, you know, after this interview, they're like take off the mics and just drink baby blood together <laughs> yes bite directly into the neck of an infant all right well we're gonna uh you know you know the, the routine i don't even have to explain to you but for the listeners 80s babies 90s you know babies the the, the anti-drug psas uh the the scare tactics use some of the best of all time so i i've compiled a bunch of of these uh anti-drug psas and you know what i like to call a psa Losers are users, so don't use drugs. Don't use drugs. Ah! 
Propaganda, stigma, and ALF is my PSA. Hell yeah. We got we got one today that I feel like um, this is this was a fun one that I'm I don't even much say much shit about. It. I want to hear what you think about it. Uh, what what is the messaging here beyond just the you know? Eh, don't do I'll that. let you know. Let me know what the messaging is here because it's a little muddled for me, but it's a fun Give one. Give me here a gander. Go. Here comes gander time. I do coke uh, so I can work longer, so I can earn more, so I can do more coke, so I can work longer, so I can earn more, so I can do more coke. So I can work longer. So I can earn more. So I can do more. So I can work Always chasing rainbows. Okay. Haunting little ditty at the end there. Yeah. My interpretation, capitalism is madness. <laughs> Partnership for a, for a capitalist free America. Well, kind of. They're like, work hard to make money to do what I like. And it just yeah. never ends. The rat race, it keeps yes. going. It's a closed loop. And then it shows that he's psychotic. And you're like... Yes, exactly. Yeah, for the listeners, this was a fellow who who kind of looks like that one dude in the in the Christopher Guest. Troop. Oh my god! I you know literally was going to say yes. this is that guy. I mean, he might be. It might. I, I don't know. A what young. Uh, it's hard when we don't have the actor's name. No, it is tough. Uh, so in the in the Christopher Guest group, he was he he always plays. Who was he in Best in Show? He was the. He, he was, was with um, Michael. What's his face? McKean. Yes. 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 They were a couple who right. had. What was their dog? Oh my god, this is anyway, a terrible br- yeah. conversation. This is yeah. He looks like the guy who did the thing with the dog. From the thing with the yes. with Michael McKean. Yeah. That aside, it's this fellow walking around. It's a close up of him doing a little bump, a little key bump. Then it pulls the camera pulls back and he's in a a, just a like white a, like room. A five by five, not even like a small white room. They didn't even do a good location scout for that cell, though, because it doesn't look like it. I think what we're supposed to think is he's been locked up because he's crazy. Yes. Like he's. Oh, insane. yeah. The, like a rubber room situation. A little like bit. That. It was right, like right. the white tiny room he's walking around. I think it's supposed to be like, this is madness. Yes. But he's in a suit. But it was also just a door you would like knock on and go into a, an apartment. Like it didn't look right. Yeah, it didn't that. look quite right. It was a tiny little apartment uh, situation. I don't that he think could it do was circles. an apartment. No, it was like a closet, basically. But a- it was like if you've ever been to a Lowe's. Uh, sure. And there's um, a shed on display. Yes, it was kind of like a display shed. He was in the display He was in the display shed at Lowe's. Doing cocaine, which we've all been there, to right. be fair. I mean, it's work, but somebody's got to do it because he's working. He's working, 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 yes. working. Um, and he does more coke to do more work. Yeah, no, it, it's interesting with that because that one might have been, there might have been a little bit of a, of, a, of, a, of a push and pull, a split a split house on that one because a partnership for a drug-free America, of course, they're just trying to do this, oh man, look, you'll just, you know, you just do a bunch of coke and you... Walk circles around until you're, you know, in a, in the in the low shed, uh, display shed. But like, you know, obviously what 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 the dominant narrative there is is that these are the go go eighties here. I mean, you know, you you need to be working working overtime. Like, right? You need it's to be- confusing because a uh, they should want you to do all the drugs to do all the work mm-hmm. because that's what they want. Yeah. And b if you just switch coke out there for anything else, that would be a pro message. If you're like. I work hard to buy more stuff and then I have to keep working to pay off the stuff. It's like, yeah, that's the whole fucking model. Please do that. We want everyone to do that. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. so to a shit on their own model and uh, b 
point out that drugs they don't want you to do are the reason you're doing the model that they want you to do is like that was so convoluted. Very convoluted. I have notes. Sure. Let's uh, go find the guy from the thing who and played tell him, the with the yes. yeah. He's one of those with the he thing. He wore the and you know. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll find him. We'll give him some notes. This one's you know a little back and forth there. You can flash forward till now, and it's like you know you got all these. And that's a whole other generation on, on the Adderall, you know what I mean? The, the the prescription amphetamines to keep people chug, chug, chugging along. Well, now they're literally like mask off, like give five-year-olds Adderall because if they don't completely fit into this mold now and stand in line, right? Like they're not going to jump into the machine for us, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a good, yeah, cocaine's not even the most efficient. I would say definitely. Oh my uh, God, it's the, so the inefficient. Inf- it's like a real plant yeah exactly yeah you got to go through and get the fucking no, yeah the, the cocaine yeah no you don't need those cocos you uh one dro- uh droid android could farm <laughs> like 50 billion tons of adderall in seven seconds in the adderall fields yes the other the, the adderall fields. the adderall fields forever of my dreams you know, where's this shortage coming from with all these beautiful Adderall fields? Just as far as the eye can see, the Adderall fields into the pill mills. Into it's the- very weird because it is not a cash crop. No. It doesn't make sense. It feels like forced scarcity, which Indeed. is very bizarre because aren't these pills literally made in India for like... Less than a penny. Yeah, less, less than, than one a, cent per pill. Less yes. than a cent. They've got it down to less than a cent. Uh, yeah, well... So right, so the so the supply chain thing, uh, uh, you know, aside outside of that, it's like, yeah, it's it's the DEA doing their little fucking dance because Adderall prescriptions went went up up and away over the last couple of years. Yes, and now they they're did. doing the thing, the same fucking thing, you know, with the, with the uh, mm-hmm. oxycontin and the opioid stuff mm-hmm. is like prescribing. People getting in there, loving it. Money's being made. Big farmers yep. making money. There's the you doctors tell them the t- it's good, and then you take it away. Then you pull it. Yeah. Then they go to TikTok. They then go they to go Snapchat. elsewhere, and then you blame them for wanting it, even though you told them they needed it. It's yes. very. Uh, it's a. It's a bad model. It's a sick cycle, and then you go one pill can kill, and then they're messaging one pill can kill. Don't get these pills offline. I'm like, you know, then get let people get people can't get their fucking uh, I'm sorry. drugs are going to. If one pill could kill, I know you're talking about a poison drug supply, but I'm like, if one pill could kill, we'd all be dead. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If one pill always killed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember like, one pill of cyanide could kill. I mean, college, everyone just had a blue nose. Right. Like you were literally just crushing up drugs. You didn't know what it was, snorting it and then getting really drunk. And yeah. I'm not advocating that. That's obviously. Not a great idea, but I guess that was before one pill could kill. That was more like 10 pills, so you graduate. Yeah, I mean, that that, that was the catchy uh, slogan back then. <laughs> Everyone yeah. was saying it. 10 till the end. No, we a lot of farmer roulette uh, back in the day. That I think was a little bit more, yeah, it wasn't from these pill presses. Now, like that. They can really make the these, you know, I've I've caught peaks. Of these. You can't tell just by looking. They've got, they've got great... Great pill presses. There wasn't so much of that oh, yeah. problem when we were coming up as, as as youth in high school. You just didn't know sometimes, you know, no, before you No, you literally knew. didn't know. Like, you were like, I found a pill or somebody sold me. I don't know yes. what it is. Now the problem is you think it's one thing and it's something else. That's right. Obviously, yeah. which is a huge issue. You should always know what you're consuming, be it drugs, food, water. And there's no reason for you not to. I mean, now if you're a kid... And, you know, let's just say you're swiping your, your, you know, a couple pill bottles from your Uncle Carl's 
medicine cabinet. This uh, feels as some of us as some of us have. You know, you don't know the names of these drugs pre-internet, all that. So it's like, yeah, yeah, we didn't know then, but now to think you're getting something and, and to want it, and you know, I mean. Here, I can't reach them. I'm just going to reach for my fentanyl testing strips there. But they're real, folks. Yeah, that, that at least, you know, can help uh, if you get a batch of pills and whatever Absolutely. else. Got it. But outside of that, it's still just like, man, this four scarcity bullshit is really they are really just trying to fucking kill off uh, a bunch of uh, in their eyes. Just, uh, you know, junkie law law, you know, lawless junkie fucking shits. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a brutal to watch happen again. It's right funny after. because I knew about the Adderall shortage from you. Like you're obviously up to date on what's going on with drugs. Uh, and um, I mentioned it in passing at the coffee shop I go to and all the baristas are like younger and all of them were like oh my god yes we cannot get Adderall it was just funny it was like you see the generationally like the scourge or whatever uh-huh, and it's uh-huh. just like it was the most relatable thing like they inst- the light went on in their eyes and it was like oh my god like this is a huge issue for us like yes we we have work to do we have to work 50 jobs and we're you know so it is a it is quite the conundrum yeah well, I'm just going to say this whole thing is not working. It ain't working. No. You know where it leads. Leads you straight to the Lowe's display shed. The display shed. See you in the display shed. Well, all those kiddos out there, you know, if, if you're going through this shortage, like, you know, I'll, I'll see you down the down Lowe's in the, in the display shed at some point. You know I'll when people right say like you. heaven and hell is here on earth and religion's obviously just a big metaphor for that. I feel like hell is the Lowe's display shed <laughs> and heaven is the trampoline at Costco. Ooh, both. So we're in some big box stores. Yeah, the tramp, the, the tramp at, at Costco and the and the sh- yeah, big box is the universe. <laughs> is the, the, well, I mean, it is big box is God. <laughs> Go with me here. There's um the samples are, uh you know, the purgatory, the delights. I don't know anything about <laughs> I don't know anything about the Bible or any religion, really. Purgatory would probably be like the parking lot waiting to get in. There's a line. Oh, maybe. like a, like a, what's it called? Tailgating kind of thing? So like a tailgating situation. Right. So you can get your bumps out there and, you know, your toots, your scoots. Uh, you think you're having fun, but you're not really at the show. You're not getting Who anywhere. has my lucky ticket? Yes, you're no sca- one have another trying meaning. to scalp your way in. Um, yeah, I like that. Uh, heaven and hell is here on earth. Did you? Is that yours? Is that a, is that a Diana Kolsky original? No, that's like you're a genius. That's a DK original. Uh, wow. Please quote me. Put it on the Internet. They'll come for me. It's out there. Um, all right. Well, now uh, we're going to get into uh, into something that I know you appreciate. Don't tell me what I appreciate. <laughs> I know you. I'm putting appreciation in <laughs> no, your No, I mouth. you do know. Heaven and hell is here on earth is a, is a Diana Colsey quote and something it's she appreciates <laughs> is hearing from the listeners in a little number called Listeners Untapped. You have reached 443 MK Ultra. Let me tell you what you love about this lover. 443 MK Ultra is the number to call. I do love that number. It's a great number. It's a great number. Listeners out there, objectively great number, uh, can call in. Uh, we got our hands on that. So if you want to, you got anything to say at all, thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, uh, yammerings, uh, ramblings, anything really, uh, just you know, give us a call 443 MK Ultra. We got someone this week, 
who's a little bit of a call out, calling me out on something which I do appreciate. Hmm. Uh, so I feel the need to respond to this. So here's a, here, here here's a uh, here's a listener coming in hot. Yeah, Murph, I'm listening to the episode from this week. I loved it, and um, but I heard you say you can't smoke fentanyl, and that's bullshit, man. My neighbor smokes fentanyl on the reg. So what's up? Shit. All right. So well, congrats on being international. Uh, right. First, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. I, I, I feel I, with Le Petit Prince, which is French, and we're talking about the English prince who defected, but it's European. Sure. Sure. Um, you kind of have a vibe this week. It's an international flavor this week. Um, well, I looked at the analytics. The flavor? <laughs> it's international. It's international. Uh, I, you know, I looked at the analytics for the program and I saw some listeners coming in. You know, they, they, uh, what am I hosted on? Acast there or whatever the hell. They tell you where these, these downloads, these listens are coming. I, I'm seeing some international downloads and listens. Congrats, dude. That's great. I mean, look, so I got to give this flavor. What was the deal? You, you- a tutelo. Okay, that was just for my French listeners. Um, yes. <laughs> French listeners. So goodbye to the French I'm listeners. I'm going to say see you later to my French listeners. <laughs> the episode has ended for, for my French listeners. Anyhow, this call, whoever, whoever uh, you know, this international call, um, call me out on the smoking of fentanyl. Now, I did mention, I don't, I didn't check the tape on this. Uh, this was the episode with uh, with my dear old pal, Tim Casey, who was, oh, who was, who was saying. I love that episode. Yeah, well, you know, he, listen, he's always been straightforward. He, he's a good barometer of, of, of what the hell people are, are hearing and thinking and whatever out there, especially if you're not in the weeds and, you know, to an, to a, an, uh, uh, an obsessive, out, outrageous degree like I am. You know, he hears fentanyl, uh, you know, the myths floating around. So one of his was like, oh, I heard people saying it's in weed and whatever. So all, what I was saying is in the form that they're talking about, in the old sprinkling of of powder on like just, you know, flour, weed, and then smoking it. That's what I was saying is that's not how you get high on smoking. Freebasing, you know. Sorry, you can't so put, you were saying you can't smoke fentanyl. I was saying, you, you know, you absolutely, you 100% can smoke fentanyl, just not in the way that they were fear-mongering by saying you'll buy a bag of weed and you'll put it in the pipe and you'll smoke it and you'll overdose on fentanyl. That's not right, how Right, right, right. But like hypothetically like say and i used to like take a cigarette you know like at a new year's eve party sure lick it and roll it in cocaine yeah that old chestnut i'm smoking powder yeah but it's not really doing people say that with like the chronic you know sprinkling a little bit of cocaine on a blunt or whatever here's what i would say the most efficient way to get high and the way if you were to say hey i'm gonna smoke these drugs and you had it in a powder form you put it you can't hit it with a direct flame because oh, then it loses okay. the so so you want to put but it on a piece not of foil. The way you smoke fentanyl. Put it on a piece of foil. You use a, you know you know a, a stem of some sort, glass stem, and and light it from underneath, and then get those vapors when they're coming through. You you can't just you know smoke it in a pipe sprinkle. Okay, on some, but I uh, think there's a most efficient way, and then there's an impossibility. Right. What are so, we talking about? Also, are you more saying like you could try, but it wouldn't get you high, but it's it would be hard to masquerade a bag of weed co- covered in powder that somebody like nobody. All, well, all of the above. So, yes, it, it's it's impractical. Because I'm with of, you that nobody would ever do that. Nobody's dumping that's powder not what's fentanyl no, in no, your no. weed. I 100% am with you. I'm not trying to fear monger. No. I guess I'm just trying to understand the semantics of your argument now i've seen you know at at the low uh street levels of 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 drug dealing that i've done myself personally and been around in, in my the day lowest. i've seen some <laughs> i've seen <laughs> some weird and wild stuff 
Uh, uh, I'm glad you sent the French listeners home for this part. Yes. He's going low. Going low. <laughs> Into the gutter. Into, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I've two to lord them. No, I, th- <laughs> this shit is, so all I meant, all right, so basically let me rephrase this. Because okay, you're semantics. sounding kind of defensive. I don't want to say anything ever inaccurate on this program about drugs. Everything else, yes. Did uh, 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 Prince, not Andrew, did uh, Harry's older brother fart in his mouth, whatever his name is, William. Did William fart in Harry's mouth? I don't know. I, I won't stand behind that. But when we're talking about drugs specifically, and I was talking about the fear-mongering behind the fentanyl, the news story is weed. People found weed, you smoke weed, there could be fentanyl in the weed and you overdose. There's fentanyl everywhere. My God, it'll kill you. There, uh, what I'm saying is, and I might even, hey, look, maybe I'll do an experiment just to test this out to prove it. Mm-hmm. I believe that it, even if you sprinkled a shit ton of fentanyl powder, pure fentanyl, just onto a, a marijuana, packed it in a pipe, and 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 hit it up. I don't even think that you would be ingesting. I don't think you'd even. What get about high. a bong? What's that? A bong? I don't think it matters the size of the hit. I think you could get a fucking gravity bong. I think you could get. You could be doing knife hits. Okay, so you're basically saying that's not the way you ingest this substance. No, when you smoke kind of it, like if you gave me a hot dog and I jammed it in my ear. Yes, I would never digest it with my stomach. No. No, that kind of what you. That's mean kind of like, right. Yes, you could like technically try to smoke this powder, but that will people not do. affect you. Yes, okay. but people do specifically. Uh, and smoking, you know, chasing the dragons, what they used to, you know, the lame thing for. Uh, we're calling for heroin. Wait, smoking that. heroin is chasing the dragon? I thought chasing the dragon was when you're going through withdrawals and you're just trying to get on that dragon. Ooh, chasing that dragon through withdrawals. I mean, no. Maybe I, I'm ta- riding the horse, doing horse? Horse off the horse. horse. Uh, the monkey on the back with the horse following a dragon. Smack. <laughs> Smack that horse's ass. That's double <laughs> double heroin. Yeah, I guess I never knew what chasing the dragon was. I learned something here today. Yes. Um, now that's not something. Again, this that's like something you would see in a pamphlet from the DEA in right. It's like when people are like, but yes, that. But I believe in terms of 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 uh, ways to ingest. I have smoked heroin. Same. I mean, same thing with crack. You can't just put a fucking open flame on a crack rock. You need to heat. Something for you know. You gotta buy a dinner first. You gotta, yeah. You gotta. You treat gotta right. wine and dine the gotta, crack rock. Wine and dine the crack cocaine. <laughs> yes. Okay, I, I kind of get what you're saying. It's just not the but way. The too much who heat. Called your international. That's right. Flavorist. Right, right, right. Uh, is saying that they do smoke fentanyl. So what do you say to them? What I say to them is, I hear you. You I are. See you. <laughs> I see you. You are heard and felt. Thoughts and prayers, because that's a bad way to do fentanyl. Thank you. Uh, just take up space. Take but your yes. space. Or take yes. Pay, take space. Um, be in space. Yeah. Be be here now. Yeah. Anyhow, do it. But no, my point is, like just I just do said, it. people are also doing that a lot now, rather than injecting with fentanyl as well. I think it is. It is. It is fairly common. To, to ingest that way and smoking fentanyl. I meant you couldn't smoke it in the way that they were. In that it was format. in the context yeah. of that. Yes, as far as like putting it on a piece of tin, like I said, tin foil, put the powder on that, hit it with the heat free from the heat, base. get them vapors. You mean yes. f- that's free basing, that's, right? That's right. So th- that. Oh my God, I feel like a school girl. I'm like, I have all these terms and I'm not sure if I know the meaning. Yes, take it to the coffee, the girls at the coffee shop. No, I like coming on this podcast, getting a half hour in and then just saying, 
what's chasing the dragon? Sure. Let's just for you know what for for the record and for semantics sake, you absolutely can. Uh, but it's not an issue with people buying weed and having right. it laced with fentanyl. And that's what I meant by that when you when I'm saying you can't smoke it that way. Uh, I tried to think of an analogy for the last like five minutes. I've been trying to think of it because I used to have one where you didn't I was like, like my hot dog in the ear. I thought that was really good. No, the hot dog in the ears. The hot dog in the ears good because you could jam a hot dog into your body into your ear. You could get it in thinking like I did it, and it would you would never. Die- digest it no this you, is so but your you, listeners have turned off you, you, you're like this is disgusting i don't know what you're saying but i mean like <laughs> it's never going to get into your stomach no it, not through your ears you're never no. going to eat it have eaten it it's not the way even though you've consumed it it's just not the way we'll think of a bit be- that's a great for now but we'll think i'll try to think of a little bit more i think of that apples to you cannot apples to improve on that <laughs> I think that's amazing. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed that I am. No, we're here for it. Dog. We're here for it. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm not embarrassed. Pull the, I've never seen you embarrassed. Oh, I saw you embarrassed one time, and it was when you had some I hot dogs in your ears. it in my you. brother's mouth. <laughs> 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 uh, starting rumors here. Royal rumors. Yeah, that should be the name of your podcast. Okay, I hear you. I see you. Hashtag royal rumors. Thank you, listener, for keeping me honest. Uh, and yeah, anytime call me on some shit. Cause I flap at the gums a lot. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rambler. So please let me know if something sounds like bullshit to you. And, uh, you know, we can, uh, we can, we can hash it out. Can I share a story? Please. Speaking of flapping at the gums, mm-hmm. I think your fans would love to know a personal tidbit about you, which is that we were in Brooklyn and you bit into a rib and your tooth fell out. <laughs> oh, yeah yes okay so my it's t- yes. not interesting it's not drug related no it's just one of those things that's kind of funny because i looked across the table and i was like <laughs> wait how old are you like what is happening yeah how- do you need a vitamin like it was so weird <laughs> It was like, yeah, like just crumble. It's like uh, when they slowly in uh, in Beetlejuice. Yes. When they slowly turn. Uh, he tries uh, Lydia, to hold her the, hand. The, 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 yeah, the love, Regina Davis and, and. Otho brings them back from the dead, even though they're dead. Right, right. But then they start to decompose, essentially. But they it, don't even decompose. They like dry up. They dry up. Yeah. It's, Late it's, in decomposition. Sure. So basically, yes, we were we were eating some ribs and I was summoned by Otho and I started to. But we're like young, vibrant in Brooklyn, like at a Vietnamese restaurant. Yeah. French Vietnamese. Delicious. It was a phenomenal meal. A tutelaire. Yeah. You bit into, into a, a rib, rib and lost a tooth. And you were just like, Ugh! and your tooth like <laughs> fell onto the table. And I was like, dear Lord. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, it's gone. It's gone forever. Uh, these are my adult teeth. Uh, so they're gone. Uh, and that's fine. But not forgotten, I'll say. No, no. It was worth it. And then we smoked his tooth, and we went on a magical journey where we were able to cry. We cried, and we woke up in a Lowe's display shed. <laughs> Which is where we're coming at you from now. Live from the Lowe's display shed. I'm a fifth timer at the Lowe's display shed in my tactical vest. I think we should move on. No, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, and I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you why. No, this is good because you're in the seat now. You just hopped in the driver's seat. You just fucking hopped on the back. You took the reins. You're on the horse, hitting the monkey. Smack We're going for the dragon. Smack Crack. the horse. <laughs> Here's why it's good that you got the reins because, oh dear, as listeners may know. 
as we slide into our next segment. We had you on the first program. You want to listen? Diana's episode was obviously right out of the gates. The I was voyage. rusty. We were all right. I had no idea what the hell I was even doing. It was episode one. You were fabulous. We go inside the user's studio. We got your responses. So now I want you to hold on to those reins. Take me inside the user's studio. Okay. And uh, and you can. Uh, can you handle it? I, I don't can think. Can you so. handle the heat? I have not. The direct per- flame? No, 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 no. I'll freebase that. Let's chase. Uh, I'm already sweating. I think it is a fucking direct flame. Let's get inside the user studio and see how we do. Mm. Oh, uh, hold on. We end our podcast session with Weekly Dose. Oh, <laughs> 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 the t- the tactical vest. Oh my god, the gift that keeps on giving. Wait, the tactical vest. Do you vest, think it's haunted? It got a hold of me. The fuck? It's uh, definitely haunted. I mean, has it seen combat? It was left out with like some cat food. It was really hard to tell what was going on down there. It feels like a fir- like a like a first Gulf War uh, type of PTSD emanating from this. Yeah, but I feel like that would be that um kind of khaki camo. This is like classic green. I yeah, mean, it's it's not. I want to say nom, nom but camo, I'm yeah. like, it's in pretty good shape for that. But maybe they were on desk duty, like Buttigieg when he went to war. Ooh, ooh. I just had to get a little <laughs> take that, Mayor Pete. Yeah, he just fucked up the airline, so big time. I'm ticked. All right, here we go. <clears throat> we had our podcast session of Weekly Dose version with <laughs> of the questioner that was used masterfully for 24 years by the late great James Lipton of the Lipton Tea Foundation inside the actor's studio in the first I'm a, I'm a, I'm ad-libbing Please for do. the kids Please do in, uh, and the first question is Murph Meyer what is your favorite drug <laughs> uh, uh heroin heroin for sure it's my wife it's my life <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite drug? Caffeine. Oh shit, you hate that. You know I hate and that. And I love it. Yep. How can they ever marry? Okay. <laughs> what age were you the first time you found yourself under the influence? I would say likely 10. Nice At least round a... number for the listeners. <laughs> Maybe 11. Yeah, some sippers. Oh, palindrome. What celebrity's overdose death has had the most profound effect on you? On you? Uh, you know, I, I'll say I had uh, 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 the Great Haven Wheelock on the program. Uh, she's, uh, you know, harm reduction activist. Uh, and that was working. a great app. Yeah, she's she's dynamite. Uh, behind the, the Measure 110 here that got passed in, in Oregon, decriminalizing possession of drugs. Uh, she's just been after it for a long time. She, she does the work out there. She's wonderful. Uh, she had a response to this that, I'm not going to steal it because, but I do feel like because I've had people, uh, dear friends, die of drug overdoses. So it, it, it's not that it trivializes it, but it does give it a little bit more, um, whatever. Anyway, she answered it in a very earnest, wonderful way. I'm sounding more like a like a whatever right now. But aside from people that I know personally and love, she said it trivializes uh, people you actually know of. Of course, and the way talk about yes. a celebrity affecting you more. But I'm not sure. Did you hear the question? Let me read it for you again. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. What celebrity mm. overdose death has had the most profound effect on you, Murph? I would say, um, oh man, now I'm lost. I want to say Kurt Cobain, but he was not technically an overdose. He was murdered. 
Um, Murdered. So, <laughs> so knock. Uh, let's say, let's. Uh, well, let's unpack that. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, Longtime heroin user, uh, but but did not, you know, it was a shotgun uh, staged okay, suicide. Okay, we're packing that, that back up. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll accept that <laughs> Put answer. that back in the suitcase and <laughs> yeah. send it on the Put that suitcase back on that Southwest flight. <laughs> yes, lose, <laughs> lose that luggage, Mayor Pete. Um, uh, what is your favorite slang word for cannabis? Trees. Trees, please. <laughs> what, what drug would you like to deal for a living? deal for a living uh yeah i sold i sold heroin and and weed mostly uh in in life and i would say out of those two uh yeah weeds a little you know dope's a tough one they got you know the way that the way it's 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 criminalized it makes it a difficult you know there's a lot of haggling a lot of haggling uh, and as a dope dealer and and i've been on both sides of it but you know sometimes you end up selling for like okay i guess i'll take this game gear and like two games that you have to like sell, you know what I mean? Or, or like it was like a, like. I'm sorry. Can you a game bo- answer the fucking question? I know. No, I can't. This is so funny that these are your questions and you're so bad at answering. All right, I would like to like ninth paragraph. You're sunshine, like, orange said. sunshine, LSD, really good LSD. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no one's beating down your door. No. I want to be, I want to go. Unless it's Coachella season. <laughs> oh, bit wild. Oh, lippy behavior. Lippy. Um, what drug would you absolutely not like to deal under any circumstances, Matt? Um, I would not like to deal, uh, I don't want to deal Coke. No, no, I just don't want to deal Coke. He's a Pepsi man. <laughs> I'm, I apologize for that. The choice of a new generation. <laughs> <laughs> the cola wars or something else, buddy. Yeah. And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear Kurt Cobain, known murder victim, say <laughs> when you arrive at the pearly gates? I was murdered. <laughs> oh my God. Wow, that's a real button on your life. It sure is. But if think about it this way, he's been up there a while now. This is going back to what, 94? Think of the first person, like, well, I'm not the first person he's seen come waltzing into heaven since he's you're, been dead. But you're the only one who gets in. That's right. I'm the only one who gets in, heaven. and he's been waiting a long time to just tell someone. I just want to end with an um, observation, which is it's like almost like you didn't have the questions. Before. Ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Well, I just thought about doing this like right before we started recording. So I didn't really, I've never actually thought, sat and prepared my own answers. No. And I'm better at asking, I guess, than answering because I'm just rambling on. That's a good thing to know about yourself. Yeah. I'm an asker. I'm a titter. <laughs> We're fired. Here are your drug users. Bless you, lover. I Bless mean, you. Dialed up a performance there. I don't know what what's the podcast awards? The Emmys, I believe. The you Emmys. Might be yes. getting one. I believe the Emmy. I believe you're you're in line for an Emmy. Uh, best uh, portrayal of a interviewer of a former pimp and deceased dog lover. How did James Lipton die? I think I he might have just had like a you know like a slow heart attack or something. 
How slow. Oh, oh my God. You know, everybody dies of cardiac arrest, ultimately. Yeah. Uh, But thank you for stepping into into my shoes, into his shoes. Yes. Anybody listening, if you didn't catch it the first time around, Functionally Dead, tell us about it. Where can people get it? It's the best fucking leftist scene. Listen, a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of fucking centrist drivel out there. Quarantine rolled around. Uh, I was with some of my friends. We said there's gaping hole in media <laughs> where a leftist zine needs to be. We created one. It's called Functionally Dead. It's really fun. It's a bunch of like writers, comedic writers, artists. Like we get a lot of guest contributors and it's fun. It's usually monthly. We took a little break for the holidays and we're excited to be back soon. And um, that's functionallydead.com. Yes. I also did all the art for this program. You sure did, and you fucking nailed it. Uh, looks purple, sp- spectacular. It's back, baby. Thank you to Lowe's for uh, for sponsoring the program. Thank you for our display shed. We'll have it up shortly. It's a great place to have a slow heart attack. It is. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. This was a blast. You're the best, Lie. I, I love like you. that I can just walk out the door and be in my home. It's pretty convenient here. Thank you again. Thank you to the listeners. This has been your weekly dose. A tutela. Hey America, there's no use of sleeping with your children, with your daughters, with your sons, and with your husband. Self-medicated weekly dose is hosted and produced by me, Murph Meyer, with support from Pop Culture Collaborative. Our theme song is My Congressman by 15, courtesy of Jeff Ott and Hopeless Records. Original artwork and production design by Diana Kolsky. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the program, you can listen to new episodes of Weekly Dose every Wednesday. Just look for the Murph Meyer is self-medicated feed wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, subscribe to the self-medicated YouTube channel to see new video clips from the show each week. Follow me on Instagram at Murph Meyer. And for some top-shelf harm reduction resources, head over to selfmedicatedpod.com. Also, don't forget, you can call the Weekly Dose podcast anytime to leave me a voicemail message with your thoughts on drugs and the people who use them. Just pick up the phone and dial 443-MK-ULTRA. All right, that's about it for me. I'll see you next week. Love and solidarity. Goodbye.